Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 287. Raise your hand if you love selling. Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, I didn't think so. Let's get real for a second. When I used to think about selling to my audience, it always made me feel a little squirmy and uncomfortable. I truly believe that my audience, they didn't want to be sold to. I even said that once in front of a group of really smart businessmen and they laughed at me because no one wants to be sold to unless it's something that will really make a difference in our lives. Now I remember on the flight home from the mastermind, unpacking my feelings with selling and asking myself why no men were apologetic about getting their paid offers out into the world. Because if I had convinced myself that my audience just wanted feel good vibes and encouragement and support, then I wouldn't have a business. And if I didn't run a profitable business, then I couldn't spend all the time that I do creating free content to help the masses. As I continued to unpack my queasiness over selling and asking myself why a million times, I realized that you're probably a lot like me. Well, the old me. You hate selling and we've got to fix that. We've all been sold to in a way that feels too pushy, too sleazy, too manipulative feeling. We've seen the bait and switch happen multiple times and it's become easier to just feel weary and jaded by constant selling, whether it's online, in person, on TV, or at your front door. Like the other day, these two dudes showed up and banged on our front door. And of course, it was nap time and the dog started going nuts. They were trying to sell us some upholstery cleaner. And I wanted to pull my hair out and get them to leave. But anyways, we've all been interested in products that seem to promise so much potential, but then leave us wondering, well, what's the catch? That seems too good to be true. And if you're like me and your mom said, if it seems too good to be true, it likely is, then you really are doubting your decisions. Or worse, we've been sold products that sound amazing, but they fall way short after buying them, hence leaving us jaded about the process of selling and trusting people that sell to us. As consumers, I think we've become naturally inclined to be a little skeptical and a lot protective of our wallets when someone's shilling out their products to us, and that's normal. But it took some swift kicks in the bum to understand that inspiration alone isn't going to change lives. I can inspire you all day long, but if I never get you to actually put stake in the game, I'll likely never get you real results. And when I really learned that, everything changed. 
If you listen back to episode 250 of the Gold Digger podcast, where I shared an unscripted call with my business coach, Dean Graziosi, you know I got called on my BS limiting mindset big time. My mindset block around selling was just that a mindset block. Sure, there are certainly gross over-the-top salespeople out there, but I like to think that I'm not one of them. I've always been proud to create value and build resources to give this community that I've fostered over the years. I mean, that's why I provide so much content and so many tools for free because I so sincerely believe in the strategies and resources I'm sharing and I've seen them change lives and businesses and it's my job to get you results for free so that you know and trust that you'll be well taken care of when it comes to buying something from me. And I'm willing to bet that if you're listening to this podcast to learn and grow and find your own tools to forge a route towards success, then you're not a sleazy seller either. And you have some serious value to offer your own community as well. And In this episode, we're really going deep into the secret of selling without feeling slimy. And I'm going to walk you through actual steps you can take in your business to sell with authenticity and realness rather than feeling like you're bothering your people or worse, losing members of your audience simply because you're selling the things that you believe in. Now, I firmly believe everyone can benefit from the advice packed into this episode, whether you're working at a nine to five job, trying to sell nap time to a toddler, you're a freelance graphic designer, or you have your own flower shop. We all communicate with people in our work lives and hope to convince, influence, and convert others to work with our community or buy our product or use our service. So, If the idea of selling makes you a little woozy like it used to for me, buckle on up and let's dive on into the best way to sell your stuff to your audience in a relatable, real, and empowering way. Here we go. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger Podcast... It wouldn't be possible without my friends at HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the management software of Team Jenna Kutcher. With HoneyBook, your clients get to view beautiful proposals, sign and pay effortlessly without ever having to print or mail a thing. All of your files are stored in one place so that you can access them from anywhere, your laptop or your smartphone. Deliver the ultimate client experience and save 50% off your annual subscription. To see how I use HoneyBook in my business and to save, head to jennacutcher.com slash honeybook. That's jennacutcher.com slash honeybook. Did you know that I have created beautiful templates, resources, and presets that you can own? Shop Jenna Kutcher is filled with all kinds of tools to make running your business even easier. Head to shopjennacutcher.com and use the code GOLDDIGGER to save 20% off your first digital purchase. That's shopjennacutcher.com. I'm going for a quick win here. My number one tip for selling without feeling sleazy. Here we go. In my call with Dean, my mentor on episode 250, you might recall him sharing his biggest secret to selling in an authentic manner. 
Now I've taken this and ran with it because it is absolute gold. To sell well, you have to love what you're doing so much that you'd feel like you're doing a disservice to anyone who doesn't buy what you're selling. Boom, mic drop, done. This is why he has paid the big bucks, ladies and gents. But maybe that feels simple, right? But when is the last time you gave yourself a pep talk to believe that so that when you sold, it was with such conviction, people couldn't tune your message out? I mean, isn't that an awesome way to think about it? As someone who has poured my heart and soul and sweat and tears into preparing courses that give purchasers tangible steps and advice to build their email list, grow their Instagram, gain traffic from Pinterest, or start a podcast among all the other guidance I provide, I totally resonated with Dean's advice immediately. Now, my courses are really good. And on top of them being good, we're not just teaching facts. We're walking the walk. I have the highest engagement of any of the Instagram teachers out there. We have the most Pinterest views out of any of the Pinterest educators and the fastest growth out of email list building teachers. Like I pride myself on putting my strategies into motion and sharing the exact things I do to stay at the top. My programs, they're not fluff. I adore them. I believe in their power to transform businesses because they're time-tested methods. And I've seen them work over and over again, not just in my own business, but in the businesses of hundreds and thousands of entrepreneurs. I know they work. And so I started really transforming the way I looked at selling them. Instead of thinking what it would cost someone to get their hands on my programs and focusing on what I'm taking from them, I started to write down what they would lose or miss out on if I didn't sell to them, what it would cost them. And I focused on what I could give through my programs because I truly believe that I don't just give strategies, my methods give results and drive profits and instill confidence. And if I choose to sell half-heartedly, then dang it, you're going to miss out on all the goodness. Now, this isn't just about me and my products, I promise, but I'm going to tie it around so you can see how I have learned how to sell entirely differently. Now, I believe in my products through and through. And when I started thinking about selling them in a way that reshapes the selling process and realizing it would be a disservice for people not to have them, I was able to stop worrying what people would think about me and start delivering these incredible resources to the people who need them the most. Now, this sounds like a no-brainer, but somehow we forget. You have to believe in your product or your service so fully that there is no doubt in your mind that people will get something amazing out of investing their hard-earned money in it, whether it's 10 bucks or a 1000 Beyond looking at money as dollars, we have to look at it just as a means of exchange. It is a renewable resource, right? You are giving them something and the money Money is being exchanged so that they can get what you are offering. I want for you to think a second. Let's say you go out and buy something. Let's say you buy a $100 product today. What's going to happen in two weeks is you're going to get another paycheck, right? And that money is going to be filled back up. But does that same thing happen with your time? No, like your time is a non-renewable resource. And so for me, in order to really understand how to sell my courses better, I had to realize that I was saving people time, something they can't get back in exchange for money, something they have the power to go out and earn more of. Now, what you're selling should be so beneficial to someone that it's your responsibility to persuade your audience to purchase it so that their lives can change too. 
Like Dean had shared this quote in his episode that's always been one of my favorites, and it's this, people who pay, pay attention. Putting a price on something and creating value is the difference between just inspiring someone and actually motivating them to take action. I mean, I always laugh when people tell me, that they could get my paid content for free because I mean, you could probably Google your way to oblivion and try and piecemeal together some sort of plan that may or may not work for you. But if you could do that, why haven't you already done it? When is the last time that you really sat down to do that? And when you commit to that route, you're basically telling me that your time isn't worth anything, that it doesn't matter if it takes you hours or weeks or months or years to figure out what I'm teaching inside of a paid program because your time isn't worth saving. Like, you see what I'm saying? Are you hearing this conviction I now have for selling? Like, whoa, where'd Jenna go? This is what you need when you go to sell. You need to be 100% confident that your product is worth the investment from your audience. If you're offering a service, does it truly over deliver on the promise that it proposes? If you sell products, what value are they giving to your people? How are they going to enrich their lives? Really think about whether your messaging and your promises align with the value people will receive once they buy. What is that end result and how do you guide people into knowing and trusting it is worth every penny? Today I was coaching on Facebook Live inside of one of my private groups and I was talking about the importance of just starting small and impacting people one by one, one on one. And one of my students was like, well, Jenna, how much should I charge for that? And I'm like, you can't ask me that. Like, I don't know what your end result is. I don't know the value that that end result is going to have on your ideal client's life. Like that end result might look totally different for me than the person sitting next to me. And so when you think about selling, you need to one price using an equation, not just emotions, but you also have to think, what is this worth? What is the value of this in my ideal client's eyes? I've shared this before, but when I was a wedding photographer, I had a very, very clear rule. I would either do things at full price or I would do them for free. I never, ever, ever chose to discount my rates. So I would either get paid full price and I would give people the full experience or I would shoot for free and it would be totally up to me how I delivered, when I delivered and what I delivered. I did this for a few reasons, because first, when people ask for a discount, it's immediately telling me as an entrepreneur that they don't value what I am putting out there, which means I start to feel crappy about what I'm doing. And I want to give them a less than experience because I feel undervalued. So my very close friends and family, they always got free photos, but my paying clients, they got the full experience. So when you start to think about selling with conviction, it is so important that when you are setting your rates, you're doing it using an equation. You're not apologizing for what you're charging because you're backing it up with an experience that only you can offer. Now, if you need to do more testing or refining, then do that as soon as possible to get your offerings to a place where you can feel totally and absolutely confident that what you're selling will be an asset to your ideal audience. Because when you can share your authentic belief in your product, it's going to show so vividly and clearly to your audience. 
Ever since my conversation with Dean, I've applied his advice and have noticed that my tone has totally shifted. Can you hear how I'm fired up? Like sometimes when I'm on Facebook Live, I'm like screaming at the computer in a really, really awesome way because I believe in this so much. Like I care enough about the things that I'm selling. Even if it's just an idea I'm selling, I'm so passionate. I care so much, so much so that I refuse to apologize. I'm no longer tiptoeing around selling these unbelievable resources because I know in my heart and soul that they are powerful and worth the hype that I am giving them. And this fuels me to passionately share offers because I honest to goodness believe that they are worth every single penny. So the next step of this process is to speak to your audience like friends, like people you care about. Now, I think it is massively important in feeling confident while selling is to stop thinking about it as selling. Instead, think about the way that you share your new favorite restaurant or jeans with a group of girlfriends. There are things I will not shut up about. Like you see them everywhere on my website, on my social media, things like Primal Pier or my Peloton bike or NYDJ jeans or Airy bras or HelloFresh or This Is Us. Like I am naturally telling people with so much confidence how life-changing they are, but It used to be in the past and people would ask me what I would do. I would kind of lose that gusto and breeze over the exact results or the prices or why my products are amazing. Think about it. You get excited and talk about all the wonderful things in your life without any incentive for you. Like this restaurant has the best spicy margarita you've ever had or those jeans make your butt look better than it's ever looked in its life. You're like the hype girl or guy for whatever that new favorite thing is, and you share it with everyone unapologetically. You don't say meekly, you should try it if you want to. You're practically shouting from the rooftops that everyone must try it because it's that life-changing and that wonderful. So if we wholeheartedly believe in our businesses in the same way, how come we're not talking about them in the same way? We share our favorite things with our friends because we love those things and we love our friends. Speaking to your audience as though they're a big group of your friends is the best way to connect and build a true relationship with them. They already likely trust you because they're following you and consuming your content. And think about it. If they're keeping in touch with your business and journey, they can relate to you in some way. So to some extent, they kind of are like your friends. Don't treat them like someone on a car lot trying to buy a new Jeep. Treat them like your favorite girlfriend who you love getting Saturday brunch with and swapping stories with. If we approach sales offers in this way, it completely changes the tone and the content of the language. It helps me to literally picture myself sitting across from my best friend or my sister or my mom and to write my offers in exactly the way that I talk to them. Sometimes I even voice record what I want to say to make it as conversational and real as possible. I don't want it to ever sound forced or phony. I share the promise my programs deliver with enthusiasm and excitement rather than false over-exaggerations. I tell stories about how I've been personally impacted by the strategies and how my business has seen improvement and growth. It goes from formal or even slightly aggressive sales pitches to warm and inviting offers friend to friend. Now, before every single webinar that I ever do where I'm selling my programs, and this sounds crazy, I know, I say a prayer online with my team that the right people will hear my offer so loud and clear 
and that they will jump in and be inspired with confidence and that those who choose to walk away and not join me will leave feeling inspired and knowledgeable and trusting me. I don't have to sell to everyone. I want to sell to the right people. I remind myself not of what I'm taking from them, which is money, but what I'm giving to them, freedom, growth, ways to drive profits forever, community, confidence. That simple shift in the way that I sell has been huge, not just for driving up sales, but for also reaching the right people with the offer. I've said this before, but my refund rate on my programs is less than 1%. And that is because I believe that I'm selling with so much confidence that the right people hear that message and they know that I've created with them in mind. On a recent launch, I was telling my girlfriends about this program. I was just raving about it. I'm like, you have to get in on this. This is so good. This is the best course I've ever taken. It's changing my lives. And I looked at how am I talking to them? And I literally transcribed a voice note that I'd said to them and made it an email because I want my audience to be spoken to the way that I speak to my loved ones. And I want them to feel that same energy, that same urgency. One time I was in church and there was a sermon and our pastor was talking about how when you're sitting on a plane, if you've flown before, you're on planes all the time. When they go through all of the safety instructions, everyone kind of tunes out, right? Like you look around, people are frantically getting in those last minute text messages or choosing the movie they're going to watch on the flight or talking to the person next to them. But if you knew that your plane was going to go down and crash, You better believe that you would be paying attention when that flight attendant is leading you through the safety things. Now, I know this is a weird analogy, but I think of that when I sell. If I could sell with that much urgency that if your plane was going down, I have the blueprint and the plan that is going to save you, then I would be shouting from the rooftops and making sure I had every single person's attention. And that is exactly what we have to do when we go to put our offers out into the world. This episode of the podcast is dedicated to HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the tool I use to send invoices, collect payments, get contracts signed, and so much more. Save 50% off your annual subscription and find out how I use HoneyBook in my business every single day by going to jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook. That's jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook. No one ever told you that running a business meant you suddenly had to fill a million roles from being a masterful email template writer to a photo editor, a graphic designer to a social media strategist, not to mention actually working with paying clients. Yeah, nobody told me that either, which is why last year I decided to pull all the tools, templates, and strategies and put them into one place where you can get your hands on them. That's right, from pricing guides that you can customize to email templates, media kits to social media strategies, even editing presets, you can get all of the things that I've created for my own business and use it in yours. And you can save yourself 20% off your first digital purchase using the code GOLDDIGGER. Head to shop jennacutcher.com to make this entrepreneur life just a little bit easier. That is shop jennacutcher.com. And don't forget the code gold digger is going to save you 20% off your first digital purchase. Now, next up, you want to pay attention to what your audience needs and trouble spots. I'm going to go back to the car shopping example. Have you guys ever bought a new car and you show up at the lot? 
And instead of asking you what you're looking for, what features you need, or tell me about your family or your life or your driving habits, they just start showing you the most expensive models on the lot and rambling off features that mean nothing to you. Now, those experiences leave you feeling awful. And in your head, you're like, I know they're just getting a commission and they just want to sell me and they're going to forcefully make me land on a decision when I'm not ready. But what happens if you pull up to the lot and the person says, hi, what can I do for you? Tell me about what you need. Tell me about what's lacking in your current car that you need a solution for. Tell me about your family. Is it growing? What do your kids need? Where do you plan to drive to? What kind of storage do you need? That feels entirely different. When you feel seen and heard and understood, you start to trust the recommendations of those who are advisors in your life. And that's exactly how it works with selling. So let's back up for a minute real quick. Before you even get to the selling part and building a really authentic offer, it's important to pay attention to what your audience needs from you. What do your friends with similar businesses complain about lacking? What do your customers always seem to be asking for more of? Where are the trouble spots within your audience and how can you build programs, products, or services to address and fix them? Truth be told, all of my courses are literal solutions to my audience's biggest problems. And before I created them, I became obsessed with first getting myself real results and then making sure that my methods translated to the masses. We started experimenting with Pinterest strategies or Instagram growth methods, and I saw that my community was wanting to know more about how to grow their audiences and how to impact more and more people, and they were watching me grow, and they wanted to know how I was doing it. So I started conducting research to see what the pain points of my peers were. I determined all of the problems and setbacks that my audience was specifically facing. And then I dug into the data and research to come up with real solutions to offer them. I think this is one of the most important aspects of selling, and it starts way before you ever sell anything. Your business and whatever you're offering up to customers has got to bring some kind of value to their lives. Maybe you manage small businesses' Facebook accounts and have proven strategies to grow their following tenfold in less than a year using Facebook ads. Perhaps you have a program to train virtual assistants to be able to jump into any digital entrepreneur's business and handle all of the administrative tasks with finesse and ease. You might design and offer equipment that helps kids with special needs get around and communicate easier or t-shirts with funny sayings for moms. You don't have to be curing cancer to be providing value. Humor, entertainment, inspiration, education, joy, and motivation are all forms of value and problem solving for different types of people of your community. Whatever your business style is, you want to make sure that you are really clear on what that value is that you provide and why people should feel inclined to pay for the thing you're offering them. What questions do you answer? What feelings does your products emote? Inside of that private Facebook group, I had someone who said, well, Jenna, how do I sell something if it's not actually directly tied to getting people more results? Like, it's pretty easy to sell something when you're like, if you do the steps I take, you're going to earn more money, right? Like most people can see that investment there and they're willing to exchange your dollars to learn those things. And I said, you have to understand one, that saving people time, whether it's teaching people how to eat gluten-free or getting a baby a better night's rest, like saving people time is huge and time does equal money. 
But what about adding joy? Our lives are lacking joy these days. And if you can add more joy to somebody's life, you deserve to get paid for it. And so I don't want for you to listen to this and to really tell yourself the lies. Well, yeah, I could sell things if I was getting people direct results that correlated with more money because there are so many ways to sell with the same conviction, no matter what it is that you're selling. Like people connect much more with emotions than just stuff. And when you can provide answers to their problems or stresses in life, they're going to feel taken care of and endeared to you and your business for life. But that's why the research and the thoughtfulness behind your products is so incredibly important. The last thing you want to do is promise one thing and then under deliver or not fully follow through with the offer. Do your homework and really dig into what your audience needs from your business and then work your tail off to construct a product that addresses every angle and issue and approach to that need. And let me just say here too, if you're really taking this research part seriously, you are going to know the exact language to use when you're selling to reach the people that your offer is created for. Now, this isn't to say that your audience won't need to do a little legwork themselves when they purchase your product, especially for you educators out there who offer programs or services or coaching similar to my courses. You can promise all the growth and success in the world, but you've also got to level with your peeps and really be honest about their part in all of this. I always tell my audience that my courses work if they work. Meaning you're not going to just get 100K Instagram followers in a month or rock a solid email list by the end of the year by simply buying my courses. These courses are packed full of tangible and actionable tips and steps to finding that success, but it's up to the audience to implement them. So as you sell, be sure that you're also offering encouragement and resources for them to continue working the programs so that they will be able to find long-term success. As educators or service providers, especially, we want our courses or programs or offers to change their lives because that means more and more people will trust us and want to also experience what we have to offer. So from the very start, from your very first sales pitch, it's okay to tell your audience that they'll get X sort of incredible results if and when they implement the simple steps you've laid out for them. Set up fun motivators for them to feel inclined to keep going like community groups on Facebook or incentives like 20 minute calls with you if they complete the program. Whatever it might be, selling doesn't end after they enter their credit card information. A successful sell is when people buy and then they experience the life-changing results of what you've sold them. That is how you get customers for life. I have people that have bought every single program I've ever created, but they've done the work and they've gotten those results and then they want the next set of results. Now, lastly, paint the promise. Once you're in the place where you feel entirely confident in your product and it's well-researched and strategically designed to deliver value and you're communicating with your people like the true friends that they are, it is time to paint the promise like a freaking Bob Ross painting. Side note, if you haven't watched Bob Ross on Netflix, it is a must. The dude is crazy talented and he can whip up a stunning winter scene on canvas in less time than it takes for me to make a HelloFresh dinner. And he's just infused with joy and the most incredible one-liners. Like, he is the best. I want to be him for Halloween next year. That's a good idea. Okay, so back to painting the promise. I want for you to really think about this question. 
What is the end result that people will experience when they buy from you? What's the true and tangible takeaway that everyone will be equipped to experience by purchasing your thing, whatever that might be? I want y'all to get really, really, really clear on this. Drive down into the specifics about how your product or service will change your audience's behaviors or lives or relationships or day-to-day experiences. I did an entire podcast episode about reverse engineering your goals. Go and listen to that. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's at jennacudryblog.com slash reverse. And I teach you and show you how I actually build out my programs, starting with that promise first. And then I break it on down. You want to paint a promise so that people can visualize themselves enjoying what it is you have to offer, whether it's wedding photography or online education or resources that they can put to use in their work or their lives. Paint that promise and reverse engineer in order to really get clear on what that promise is. Now, the end result is the most important thing to hone in on and communicate to them. So focus on this over all of the bells and whistles and the features, because I can pretty much promise that no one cares about those unless they know and understand what's in it for them. What is the end result and are they the right fit for it? Woo! I am sweating. I am fired up in my little closet because this episode has just given me all the feels Guys, the way that I show up these days is so different. I hope that you can just hear that conviction in my voice. For so many years, I was really meek and apologetic, and I was just kind of barely putting my offers out into the world, and I'm done with that because I have worked so hard, and I believe in my programs so much, and I want for you to show up with this same conviction no matter what it is you are selling. There you have it all of my secrets and insights into selling without feeling sleazy. The last thing I want to leave you with is a reminder that people connect with emotions and stories. We all like and admire those people who are willing to share their wins and losses, their cool moments and their embarrassing stories by connecting through empathy and letting your audience know that you get it like you really do. You know what they're going through because you've been there yourself. You'll create lasting camaraderie and trust amongst your community. That is the best way to create connection and trust with your community so that they'll know that they can believe in you and your products the next time you have something to offer them. Gold Diggers, I hope that this episode excites you. Listen to it on repeat as you slowly build up that confidence in putting your offers out there into the world with confidence. And as always, keep on digging your biggest goals. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Oh, and P.S. If you're curious about all these courses I'm talking about or you had no idea that I sold courses, just go to jennacutcher.com slash business. Shameless plug, but that's where all of my courses are so you can take a peek. They're really awesome. I promise. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.